listening to the sermons of the late Pastor Frank Hampton Jr., who pastored the Church of God in Jackson, Michigan from 1963 to 2018. If you would like to learn more about Pastor Hampton or the Church of God, please visit our website at www.churchofgodjackson.com. Again, that's www.churchofgodjackson.com. We hope you enjoy the message. God bless. God. I'm in a battle. I know what I'm in. You might see me wondering. 
You might be wondering whether you want to fight or not. I know what I mean already. I've already decided. Praise our God. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. I was talking to Brother Hunt one day in the office. And I was talking, he said, uh, he was talking about something. And I didn't want to think about it. Why didn't he want to talk about it? You know, I didn't want to bring it up because the devil coming so much. I just let the devil rest a while. I said, Brother, I'm not even talking about it. Brother, we talk about it. I'm going to do what's right anyway. <laughs> so I don't care what you do. I'm going to do what's right. So you can talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't be no difference. I'm going to stand anyway with that. <laughs> Amen. So I may well talk about it. Don't, don't make no difference to me. Praise God. That's it. I mean, you may well decide there with the devil. I'm going to do what's right anyway. I don't care what it takes. If I live, I die. Hey man, I don't care what the devil do, the police, nobody, and I'm going to do what's right, so I don't care what the devil say. That's right. You may well decide that you're in the battle. Now, if you are undecided, he's going to make miss meat of you. I'm going to tell you tonight, if you are not fully decided, the devil is going to make mince meat out of you. Amen. And he knows when you are undecided. And you make it hard for yourself by being indecisive. You make it hard for yourself. That's where the butterflies come in your stomach and the ulcers and yeah. all that kind of when you're indecisive. Yeah. Amen. I remember when we were facing a similar national crisis back in 1962. They found out that Cuba had missiles pointed at us. And the president recognized it. Says it's a threat to our hemisphere. And we've got to do something about it. So we called all of the American people to get around your radios and your televisions. I have a major address, announcement to make tonight. Cuba has missiles pointed at us. It's a threat to our hemisphere. And we've got to get them out. By whatever means, they must come out. Now we might have to decide how, but they must come out. If we have to sink Cuba in the sea, or if we have to go in there and pull them out, or what, they're coming out. You understand? They are coming out. You find me? They are coming out. You find me? I don't know how. I haven't decided. Amen. Amen. I haven't decided how yet. I haven't decided how. But they're coming out. You understand? They'll be out. Now, we might have to come out with them, but they're coming out. Praise the God. Amen. Amen. Praise the living God. They're coming out. Amen. So you may well let the devil know, look, devil, you didn't back me in the corner, but I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Now, I don't know how I'm coming out. I don't know what it's going to take to get me out. I don't know if it's going to bring out with me, but I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I won't be here tomorrow. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Amen. You may well let him know it. Now, I'll be out. By this time tomorrow, I'll be out. Amen. Now, I might get carried through the night and decide to walk out. The same somebody has to drag me out by my leg. I don't know how, but I'll be out. I'm coming out. I'm not going to stay here. I don't know how I got here. I got, I got careless. I might have gone to sleep. Amen, but, but I'm coming out. Now, maybe I ought not have been here. Maybe I ought to have been somewhere else. But I said, I'm here. I'm coming out. You understand that? I'm coming out. 
That's why I come out this time to say, because Jesus might catch me. Now I had a lot of broken vows and a lot of disappointments. They were sprinkled all the way. But <laughs> you the fool right let me get you. You the fool right and backed up off of me. You backed up off of me. Amen. Now if you want to stay there and get beat to death, that's your business. But you can come out. Now I don't care what you couldn't overcome and how many times you said you're going to do it and how many times you've been scared to say it again. Hallelujah to God. Even the devil knows when you mean it too. Don't you worry about that. And you can come out. There's no need to send back out. I wonder if I can get Yeah, you can come out. Just start swinging. Start swinging. Start chicken. Start biting. Start doing everything. You can get out. Praise God. You can get out. See, when I know I've heard people breaking away from mobs, a whole mob of people, they kicked and bit and they had their whole arms and neck, they got out, wiggled out and everything else. But they got out, you can get out. Don't, you can get out. Now you might want to stay there and quit, but you can get out. I know you can get out. I know you can get out. Amen. But let God know before you come out, I'm coming to say this time, Lord. Now you got me out before. You got me out before. Now this time I got to fight my own way out. And I know what it means to be in the corner. But I tell you what, you let me out this time, Lord. You can give me that much strength to fight out this time. I'm going to stay out this time. I'm out for good now. I'm out for good. I'm out for good. And you can stay out too. Praise God. Over in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Praise God. We have to stay safe to God. Don't care what the devil is. Do what he want to do. The devil know when he beat his match. Don't you worry about that. The devil know when you get on down with him. The devil know when you're getting down with him. Don't you tell me, brother. You might think he's not paying you anything. He know when you're getting down with him. He knows it, praise our God. And brother, you talking about some knees by buckling and, and wobbling and smiting together. Get on down with him. He know when you're getting down. Don't you worry about that. He might, might ruin everything else, but he know when you're getting down with him. Praise our God. He don't want you to know it. But he knows it. And he knows what he got on his hand. Dude, I don't care how weak you are. I don't care how weak you are. I don't care how many times you fail and how many times you broke your commitment. The devil knows when you get down. He knows when you showed up getting Jesus. There's a difference this time. There's a difference this time. I got something on my hand now. He knows when he got something on his hand. Don't you worry about that. He knows it. The devil knows when he got something on his hand. Praise God. Amen. Praise our God. That go Brother Garfield said. See, so one time he uh, has a sweet young sister in the congregation. And she's about to get yoked up with a no good fella. And Brother Josh Young said, he talks. He look, so you're not going to marry that man. So I'll quit eating. I'll stop eating. So I'll stop eating. Praise our God. He said, I'll stop eating. Praise our God. He said, I've got to get out. I'll stop eating no more. Don't make me no different. I'll stop eating. He didn't say for how long. He said, I'll stop eating. He said, what? God broke that thing up. <laughs> Amen. I'll stop eating. You, you can get out on dinner. I'll stop eating. Stop eating on him. Praise our God. Don't sit there eating. Stop eating. Stop eating. Praise our God. And let me out with a sleep out. 
Amen. Stop eating, praying our God. Amen. Those guys, because I won't eat no more. Any minute, the devil knew he meant it. Then I may be going and let him go now. See, it's in prolonging the praise of God. It was in prolonging because he didn't vote me. He knew he had to go. I'll stop eating. You're not going to eat. She was all over. Wait, sweet. You, you, he ain't no good. You're not going to make him stop. Yeah, them, I'll stop eating. You are, I will eat no more. I'm not going to let you get into that mess. I see it. God has showed it to me. I will, I'll stop eating. Look, saints of God, let me tell you something. Let's get on with this thing. When the saints get in trouble, you see the trouble coming. Amen. Let's just get on with this thing. Let's let, 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 let pray some things through, saints of God. Amen. Let, let, we best not get in the flesh. You can't fast. You can't do nothing like you ought to. I mean, let's let break up some of this mess around here. The devil, the devil trying to do. Let's break up some of this mess the devil trying to do. See, you can't, you can't always counsel people out of stuff. You can't always reason out of stuff, but you can break it up with fasting and prayer. You can break it up with fasting and prayer. Okay, what it is. You, brother, you talking about the devil start taking cover when you start bombarding him with fast and prayer. He take cover, brother. He get in this foxhole, praise our God. And say that until the thing clear out a little bit. Amen. You may well get courage somewhere along the way to realize these things. You need to get courage somewhere along the way and, re and recognize this. You know what I'm saying? Going all your life never knowing what the thing is all about. Praise our God. Somebody riding a white horse and all that. Praise our God. You're going to get been dragged by the white horse. Praise the living God. <laughs> Let's get it clear. Excuse me. <clears throat> Second Corinthians. Glory to God forever. Hallelujah to God. Know what you got to do and go and do it. Praise God. Know what you got to do and just go and do it. That's all. I know what I got to do. Fight the devil to the finish. I mean fighting. I'm not talking about words. I'm not with a sporadic testimony tonight. I mean, when you come down off the platform, praise our God. I mean, let's, let's go. Amen. If I to lose weight, let's go. Whatever we got to do. That's right. That's right. You got to do it anyway, so there's no need of getting back in the corner. Hope we overlook you. Chapter 11, verse 24, beginning. Thank the living God. Of the Jews, five times received thy forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeyings often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of mine own countrymen, in perils by the heathen. In perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. You pray, saints. Our thought, too many things to deal with. I've concluded that too many people have concluded that there are just too many things to deal with. 
Many people, brother, have already made that concession. Brother, haven't there just too many things to deal with? I deal with this, and then I have that to deal with. And as soon as that's over, he has to go again. As soon as my husband goes back to work, I'm expecting another baby. And as soon as he grows up, I got the arthritis. Come on. And by the time that subsides, my car breaks down. And when we get another car, I'm expecting to get another baby. Because that's just too much to deal with. I have no reprieve. I mean, there seems to be no daylight for me. But look, dear one, let me show you something. I gained encouragement from this. Look, let me show you something. I've told you heretofore, I repeat tonight, whatever your position might be, or whatever God piles upon you, he gives you the capacity to bear with. You found it. See, now many times I tell you, you know, and I appreciate your concern, and many times you might sort of steer around me because you figured Brother Ham just got so much and so this and he got his family and all this thing. Look, the one, God will not give me a responsibility that I don't have the capacity to bear under. You follow me? You follow me? Now, it might be more than your responsibility or more than theirs, but you got all you can bear and I got all I can bear. So we both got all we can bear. You understand? So God gives us the capacity to properly and spiritually bear under whatever might be our lot. Now you keep that in mind. So don't never let the devil tell you that you just got too many things to reckon with. Now you might be sick and your children might be ill at the same time and got to go to school and nobody dressing them and all that. God knows all about that. Now before it gets to you, it has to get permission from God to even come to you. Now you can believe it or not. Now you can, you can, you can refuse to believe it and just go on and go to despair if you want to. But that's the way it is. Now Paul enumerated this prep 20 some odd adversities and said besides all of these things I've got the care of all of the church and I'm constantly getting letters Here's a man here and his father's wife. And here's some women over here fussing. And here's somebody over here cheating. And it's fussing and fighting and everything else. I got all of those things beside be shipwrecking. Then on top of that, some of the brothers are supposed to be helping out of false. My Lord, have mercy. Some of those who I would ordinarily send to take care of these situations, I found out they're false. Now it seems that beside all these things, I got to do all this by myself now because I can't trust the fallen brother. Now I got all of the churches on me. Beside all of these other difficulties. That's why I've repeated so many times it's a sin to complain. All right. Now listen to what he says. Over in Philippians chapter 4. Verse 11, 
They weren't trying to get this night, if you will. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased. Get it now. You, you know the scripture very well, but, but, but watch, watch, watch it close. And I know how to abound everywhere and in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Paul, all of those changing situations. And you see, the next one is worse than the preceding one. How do you come out on top of them? Paul said, I had to deal with every last one of them. Will you pray with me? Paul said, look, I'm, I'm, I'll show you a secret tonight if you pray with me. Paul said, I had to deal with hunger. Said too many things were coming. See now, he said, now I you notice what he said? I've learned. How'd you learn it, Paul? He said, I had to deal with hunger. Now, I had to decide if I'm gonna be close to God, I've got to fast. And if I fast, I'm gonna be hungry. So that there's no way to fast without being hungry. And there's no way to be spiritual without fasting. So I gotta deal with it. So there's no need to be talking about how much my gas pain and my headache bothered me. There's no need to talk about I get nauseated when I try to fast. I end up in talking about that. I'm going to have to fast to be spiritual. So I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with it. Now my little, my little four-hour fast, and I didn't anywhere. So I'm going to break. I'm going to go to. I got to venture on out. I got to do it. Now I tried my little, my little twelve-hour uh, uh, fast, and that's not getting anywhere. So I've got to break on out further. Come on. Now, whatever happens as a result, I've got to do it. Well, Paul, how you know, how you know, how you know when you've done it? Well, when it don't make me no difference anymore. When, it, when I get to a point where it doesn't matter whether I eat or not eat, then I know I got it. Well, that's what he said. He said, now, I know how to be poor. And I know how to be hungry. I know how to do either one. Come on. With the same results. With the same attitude, I can do either one. How do you, I dealt with hunger. Paul, I didn't sit up worrying all night long. Lord, how we wonder can I eat tomorrow? One of them I'm going to have to fast. I'm going to have to twice this week, Lord. I wonder. Paul, I dealt with it. Now you better get it. Because I dealt with it. I have dealt with hunger. See, I, what you mean you dealt with, Paul? I have got it right where I want it. I can handle it. Now, I can be hungry or I can be full. Well, Paul, how is it that you, you can sit back now and, and uh, being, being, being an apostle and they overlooking you and 
you come to church and maybe they want to even have you say in the words and you're the chief apostle and they might even put you up on the stand. I know how to be a, I know how to be a beast. Amen. After you raise up the church and then they won't want to even want you to preach. I know how to be a beast. Don't make me a difference. I know how to do it and keep a right spirit. I know how to do it and wait until God opens the door for me. I had to learn that. I used to get mad when they didn't put me up. Didn't let me preach. Come on. But now I know how to do it. I've dealt with that. I decided if they don't ever let me preach, I'm still going to be sanctified. Come on. I decided if all I can do is be a bitch member, I'm going to be a bitch member and be sanctified. I dealt with it. I know how to do it. See, then what I'm going to tell you something, you can listen to these messages if you want to, but look. If you're unkeful, you're going to have too many things piled up on you to deal with. See, now look. It's, no, it's not criminal because you don't always know this because Paul didn't always know it. But brother, he had to learn it or go under. See, Paul, I'm sick of having my ship tossed from side to side. I'm going to learn me some things. I'm, I'm going to get on down and learn me some things. Oh God, flunking every test I come to. I'm going to learn me some things. And I'm going to learn it well. And if you read the history, you know he did. He said, now, I couldn't just decide that some of those things were just too much and lose my soberness and make some wild decision. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, just fast. I mean, I'm, I'll, be, I'll be hydrated. I'm sorry. I'll just catch you later. I'm the big brother. Whatever it takes. No, no. See, you can't just decide the decision is too much or too big a decision and just do something wild. Listen, can I show you something tonight? Do you know what real spirituality is all about? Do you know what riding the white horse means? You know, do you know what that means? It means exactly what we are talking about tonight. Paul said, look, say, I don't care what comes my way. I can't just get wild and, well, I'm just going to have to do it if I had to be condemned or, or I just had to pray afterwards. No, sir. No, sir. Because I know how to deal with it. I don't care what it is. I'm going to tell you, children. Look, let me tell you something. Now, too many people are making trips to the altar and prayer room and not dealing with things. See, you don't come to a point where you say, I know how to do it. I know how to do it without it. I don't care you can serve it to me or, or you can lay it in the bed with me. I know how to do it and do it without it. Now, I'm not going to care about how much the temptation or how strong the urge or what the setting might be. Now, I know how to deal with it. And when I deal with it, it's dealt with. Amen. So I'm not going to get panic or, or decide the pressure is too much or the opportunity is too great and I'm just going to make some wild, insane move. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to deal with it to a point. How do you know when you're dealt with it? When you deal with it, you can do it either way. You can take it or leave it. And there's no need of deceiving yourself until you come to that point you've got to deal with it. That's right. You wake up one morning with an with a thought to fast. And you are not certain whether the enemy is just trying to push you beyond the mark or whether you ought to do it. Well, deal with it to a point don't make no difference. So look, I say, I, I get before God. And, so, and I, get, I don't care if I eat or I forgot, I don't need it. It don't make me no difference. 
It don't make me one bit of difference. It's not going to be grievous to me uh, to fast or otherwise. It ain't going to be no issue with me. And it messes me too much I won't eat. To prove it. Amen. Amen. See, do what I'm going to tell you. You got to deal hard. You got to deal hard. I keep telling you, you got to deal hard. You find people go always a little flimsy convictions and can break them when they get ready to and, and don't know what God said and, and everything else. They'll come someone I got a gas pain and eat anyway, all that kind of stuff. But you've got to be deal hard with the flesh or anything else. There are decisions in life you've got to deal hard with. Amen. And if you deal with it, then you ought to be able to do what you want to do with it without any repercussions. Over in Romans chapter 8, Verse 37 beginning. Nay, in all these things are we more than conquerors through him that loved us. Now you listen. For I am persuaded. That neither death now life, let me show you something in this. Follow, follow it close now. Now angels, now principalities, now powers, now things present, now things to come. Now height, now death, now any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God. Can I show you something? Away with this idea that I'm afraid to make a declaration publicly. Look, let me show you something. Some of these things Paul hadn't gone through yet. He'd never died. I never knew an angel to come struggle with him, but he had a persuasion even before it happened, and he let the world know it. Paul, you better be careful. You know you haven't you haven't you haven't met some of those things yet. You better be careful how you testify. You see what you want to say. Paul's afraid of God. Let people flimp and back up on their testimony and flip and flop and do what they want to do. I'm afraid it. You know what Brother So-and-so said, Paul? And look at him now. I don't care about Brother So-and-so. Do what he want to do. Brother So-and-so might be playing a game. But I know what it's all about. Now deal with it. But you know they shouted every, every service and devil backed them down. They can do what they want to do. You better, you, better, you, better, you, better, you better wait for, better wait and try it out behind the house for six months, Paul. I ain't trying out nothing. I'm persuaded. Paul, don't go too far, Paul. Wait a minute. I'm going to go for this. Just mess with me. So look. So now, you, you just said a lot, Paul. Wait a minute. Yeah, I ain't through yet. All right. Since you mess with me. Same present, not same to come. Each. All of these things I mentioned and whatever else might come. All that too. Because I have a persuasion that all, that all these things I just mentioned, height, death, angel, principalities, life, all that, all of that, plus whatever else might come. And I'm not testifying too high. Amen, brother. That's right. you said, Paul? Paul said, look, I have dealt with them before they come. Listen, you can deal with the thing before it gets to you. You like, well, I don't know, man. I got to wait until they come and see first. You don't have to do that. Don't tell me that. 
I don't know. I've never faced it, so I, I don't know. I'm going to wait. You can do what you want to do. Come on, Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell you something. You go on indecisive, go on don't knowing, and I'll tell you what you're going to do. Yeah. If you don't have a persuasion before you get there, I'll tell you what you're going to do. Yeah. Let the devil back you up. I don't know. I ain't never been through that, so I'm not going to talk too fast. Well, if you don't have a persuasion, you ought not to talk. That's right. It grieved my heart that God's people, with all the Holy Ghost they talk about and everything else, afraid to make a, afraid to make a, 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 a firm statement. Afraid to declare for God. Afraid to let the enemy and the world know that I'm standing on whatever God showed me. I don't care. And I don't have to take it back. And I don't have to worry about being separated from it. Don't have to worry about it. Why, Paul? Because I'm doing all of those things through Christ who strengthened me. Now, you can say I'm both, and you can say what you want to say. Now, you did one, you can decide it before you get there. Now, if you don't, if you if you're afraid to do it, then you need to get a persuasion from God. Get a persuasion from God, and you can be happy. Let me tell you something, D1. Can I show you something for your own benefit? Many of you defeating yourself. Don't you know if there is an area that you don't have a persuasion? Every time you get ready to rejoice, the devil going to bring that up to you. All right, you shout, and when you go back home, you might have to face this. And that's going to break up your shout right there. That's going to take up your joy. You're talking, but you know, you, you know that that side might start hurting again when you get home. Your little boy might get the hiccups. Come on. There was this a tremendous thing. Look, you don't deal with the devil in nebulous terms. You just don't do it. I'm telling you. You don't stand on no fence and deal with no devil. I keep telling you that. So you may well go and decide it tonight. That's what Jesus told them when they came to look. He said, look, now unless you're willing to say father, mother, sister, brother, wife, yea, that don't say, you may well not even tell me. Because you're going to find yourself backing up. You're going to deal with it before you enter into it. Paul, what were you doing all those nights? I come out of you were groaning, Paul. I was getting persuasion. Amen. Paul, when you kept on tightening up your belt and changing belt loosened and, and changing belt holes, what were you doing? I was getting persuasion, son. I was getting persuasion. Go to God, brother, more. Paul, when you were, we, we were looking for you three or four days in a row and didn't see you. you I couldn't even find you. What were you doing? I was, I was back in the, in the corner getting me persuasion, son. See, you don't always get it with the snap of your finger. Now, let, will you pray with me a little while? Look, let me show you something. Can I show you something? You don't always get a persuasion in the prayer room. But see, some of us, if we go back and pray five minutes and don't get it, that's it. If God don't help some of us and enlighten us tonight, you'd be lost if you ain't kept watching what I Brother, the prayer room might just set off your persuasion. But you might have to hang with God three or four days or only and just straight out. And you need to know when you have a persuasion. And you don't need to turn God loose until you got one. 
and you can't trust God for your body and know you don't know whether you can do it or not, then stay before God until you get a persuasion. If you're trying to give up something that you know detrimental to your spirituality, stay before God until you get a persuasion. And you don't have to wait three months before you can testify by victory. Stay before God and come out with a persuasion. I'm not trying to tell you to testify too quick and all that, but stay before God and get get a persuasion. You can do that. You can do that. Praise the living God forever. See, it grieved my heart. I'm trying my best in the few days we have left on this earth to teach the saints all that we can. See, many times you're going to come to the altar and pray five minutes. You don't always get it with the snap of your finger. I don't care how spiritual you are. When God gives you some new life, you find you got to make a new commitment. See, but you won't say that until you break it. And then you find yourself right back in it tomorrow. Get a persuasion. Stay before God till you get a persuasion. And you know when you got it too. And the devil know when you got it. And God know when you got it. We often talk about the witness of the spirit. That's how you get a witness. When you get a persuasion, you get a witness. When you get a persuasion, you always get a witness from God with it. See, your spirit will witness it. You know when you've done it. Oh, yes, you do too. I don't care if you've been praying for 25 years. When you get a persuasion, you know when you got it, brother. Brother, there's something, there's something positive in your soul that catches hold. And it's so unshakable, it's so positive, it's so definite that they, well, you can't hold it back. Uh, you begin wild with delirium. I'm telling you, praise our God. And God knows it. God indeed, God has sent that joy to the son you did it, boy. So you persuaded, son. Thank God you got two witnesses in. And then the devil took it to you and said, He's persuaded. <laughs> Amen. Praise our God. Everybody knows about it. Don't you tell me. And all the saints say, He's persuaded. We, right now we might be saying almost persuaded praise God amen over in Acts chapter 20 glory to God forever glory to Christ forever thank God hallelujah to God glory gives us a stronger one tonight Paul says and now behold I go bound in the spirit up to Jerusalem, not knowing the thing that shall befall me there. Now you get this now. Paul said, I really don't. Paul said, be truthful, boys. To be absolutely truthful, I don't know what's going to happen to me. In fact, the Lord hasn't even shown me everything that might happen to me. You know, you follow me, fellas? But look. Say that the Holy Ghost witnessed in every city, and that's good enough. Saying that bonds and affliction await me. I know that much. But I don't know the I don't know all the details of everything else that might happen. But listen. But none of these things move me. Neither count I my life dear. Paul, can I can I show you let you know the secret tonight? Paul, why? Why don't they move you because I've dealt with it already. Paul said they don't move with me because I have already dealt with it. We were at a meeting out in Montana and I the brother was asking me about preaching. I said, Brother, look, I foresaw that. I said, now you are subject to have some repercussions here. When we when we begin to go down the line 
He said, look, brother, look. He said, I've dealt with it already. He said, I'm not even bothered. I've already dealt with it. Preach every night. Hayden Greenlight, I don't care, but who's here? I've dealt with it already. He said, I've already dealt with it. So it don't even make me no difference. They can turn out do what they want to do. I've already dealt with it. And brother, he let me know he had it, didn't he? And he proved it. See, he had already prayed it through. I've already dealt with it. They want how delightful it will be when we know the enemy come against you. I said, brother, look, God, take a look, brother, help them. I appreciate you so much, but I've already dealt with it. Brother, brother, don't, don't, don't let that. Look, brother, help them. You don't pray for somebody. You know, I appreciate your prayer, but will you, you pray for the saints. I've already dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? So don't lose no sleep over me. I've dealt with it. And, when I, and I know when I've dealt with it. I know when I'm finished with it. I know that much. You understand? I've dealt with it. I've dealt with it. See, Paul said, it won't move me. Listen, dear one. Now I'm going to tell you something. That's how you know when you've dealt with it. When somebody pray with the night, when somebody asks God to give them courage to deal with something tonight. Paul, how do you know you've dealt with it? Because it don't move me at all. Like some of y'all, you say, well, you look, can't move my little finger, my little toe. Come on. Amen. Amen. Well, Paul said, for, Paul, Paul let the devil know, you don't lose, you don't move a, hell, a finger hell my head. That's how I am certain that I deal with it. Because the, you prophesy what's going to happen to me, and I know God's an affliction with me, but I'm not even, I'm not even perturbed at all. I am totally unmoved. I'm not going to turn over one time in my bed tonight because of it. Not one time. That's how I know I've dealt with it. Look, the one, you may have well decided. Now, you, you let me preach my heart out. You can let God talk to you and everything you want to. But look, you know when you're there with a situation because it don't move you at all. That's right. Now, I'm telling you. Anything shorter than that, you're not there with it. Well, brother, Heather, what about the devil coming against you? We're not talking about no coming against you. Amen. That little boy up there, come here, son. Come here. Bring him here. Come here. You know how to push? Push me. He coming against me. He coming against me. <laughs> this little boy, he coming against me. But he can't move me. He can't move me. <laughs> he can't move me. Let him come all he want to. Let the devil come all he want to. Amen. You already, you, have you dealt with it? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. How do you know you're dealt with it? He ain't moving. Amen. He coming. Oh, you don't, don't, don't try to tell me no. You know the devil come against us, brother. I know that. I ain't talking about that, but moving you. Amen. There's a difference between coming against you and moving you. There's no difference. Would you ever learn the difference? You might have to pass and pray three or four days. Taking your stance. Come on. That ain't nothing. You the same praise, aren't you? You haven't back that bitch, have you? Well, so what? Praise God. Let him push all you want to push. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Let him push all he will. Praise God. You just be steadfast when it's all over. Amen. Have the same position when it's over. Let the devil bring all the little things back that he, that he turned you over with several times before. Come on. Come on. But when it's all over, thank God I'm the same place I was. That thing he makes you, he always works on you to make you lukewarm. But now you don't even look at it. 
disrupt your prayer life and your devotion and done it 50 times. Come on. But now you come by day one. Amen. Them horns can blow. Let's go to the mall. Let's go here and there. You ain't moving me no more. Not even disturbing me anymore. I didn't even try to find an excuse. I just ain't going. That's all. Amen. Praise our God. Amen. Wave your God stick, your fishing pole, and everything else. Come on. Come on. Praise God. Do anything you want to do. Amen. Wave your picnic basket and everything else. Amen. That's how you know when you're there with it. Why? Because it don't move you anymore. And brother, and I have seen plenty of people who have dealt with it just like that. What? Things that they actually went wild over. I've seen them deal with it and it never moved them again. I can look in the face of some tonight. I'm not talking about no old timers. I can look in the face of some new timers who have dealt with this. I know because I dealt with it before and I dealt with it after. And I know when a person dealt with the situation. I know when a person dealt with the situation too. I know some who have dealt with it. How you know? Because the thing that they didn't know whether they could stand or not, they thought would be their nemesis. Don't move them anymore. Not at all. In fact, it's repulsive. In fact, it's repulsive. In fact, it moves them in the opposite direction. You ever seen a thing a person go crazy over and they get so much victory when you mess with them now they move in the opposite direction? You just despise it. The more it messes, the more you despise it. <laughs> The more you, the more it approaches you, the more you despise it. You know you got victory in, <laughs> you got victory in, brother. Praise our God. The thing that you almost once went wild over, and now the most it presented to you, more is you despise it. Oh Lord, that's how you know when you're dealt with it. As long as it can move you, I told you all day when I, when I, when I, uh, 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 I can remember Charlotte, I got saved and. Amen. It hadn't got sanctified and everything else. I went back home right quick and amen. All over the boys just had a big football game and they were having a little thing up there around about 25 miles where we were. You know, and I stood around there. They told me where they're going. Everybody getting ready to go and everything else. You know, I stood around there. I said, yeah, well, maybe we can just go up there, you know, just, just, you know, just, just, you know, talk to them, you know. <laughs> move me. <laughs> move me, brother. Move me. But now they can get them going where they want to go, brother. It's repulsive to me. I said, oh, it's how sad. What a waste of time. What a waste of their lives. I mean, it's a crying situation when I see the worthlessness of it. Yeah, well, I don't care what they're thinking. Football game, shit, and dick, and everything else, brother. Do what they want to do now, brother. You. You, at that time, brother, I just held on by a thread. And it almost broke on me. Come on. Say that with God. You know, you know when you got the victory, it don't move anymore. I'm telling you. Oh, may God help us. I wish God would help us tonight. I'm afraid they want to summon for those catch-holes of these messages and get on down to business and deal with these things like we're talking about. You're going to be lost. Because if God can't reach you after a while, there won't be nothing else, won't be nothing else to reach you with. Over well, Daniel chapter 3, quickly, we're going to conclude with this scripture, Lord willing. Chapter 3, verse 18, quickly. These are familiar passages. Verse 17. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. And he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Now you get it? See, if, if, you, if, now if you watch him here, if you watch him here, you get something in this. But if not, 
Now let me show you something. Now let me show you something here. You see, they had already anticipated the prospects of the furnace. See, they knew about the furnace. Will you all get this? See, this is not a thing that they were just thrust into. See, they, they talked about the furnace. Ready? See? See, they knew about the that God is able to deliver from the furnace. That presupposes that they knew about the furnace. See what I mean? They weren't just making some wild decision. They knew the prospect of the furnace. And they had no doubt sat down at night to look at Shadrach. Meshach, what are we going to do? Who are we going to stand? Well, look, maybe one of us can bow and, and, pray, and, and, and pray for the, and, we, and the one who stands pray for the other. No, no, we all going to stand. We all stand. We all stand. We all going to stand. Well, maybe we can just do this and make a thing about mm. no, we gonna, we gonna No, sir. I ain't going to mess with it. Yeah. Well, we don't have to get on our knees all together. You know, we can do this and save our lives. Just do like this. Don't bow. Don't really bow. And God knows we're not bowing. No, sir. We're going to let him know we're standing. We're going to stand all the way. They're dead with it. Listen, brother. No doubt that night. They said, I'm talking about this thing, brother. They talk about it, yeah. They look, well, let me see now. Well, now, put them guys showing us through us in there. Well, look, we're going to deal with that, too. Well, what are we going to do with, about the king? Tell him. Tell him. Well, now, king, this is, this is our decision. We know that God is able to get us out. Well, suppose he don't. Well, if not, we, 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 we deal with that, too. We deal with that too. Now, if I had to go all the way with it, we'd deal with that also. Well, I'm going to give you one more chance. No, no, sir. You don't need to go into that no more. You, you can close it. Close the books. Close the books. You need to let the devil know when to close the books. I stood up, prayed to God. I might stood up two or three nights in a row working with it. Well, I don't, I don't fault you for that. I don't say you're going to make every decision like that. Maybe you won't. But don't stop until you do it. And leave it alone until you make it. Don't you want to mess with it while you're trying to make it. See, some people wonder, well, I'll do it until God shows me and stop. He already showed you. That's why you're worried about it. So don't keep on doing it until he shows you. Don't do it until he shows you. If it means business, don't do it no more until he shows you. Until he tells you to go ahead. Now, if you're wondering about it, don't say, well, I do. I'm going to do it until God shows me to stop. Well, don't do it no more until he tells you to go ahead. Amen. That's the way you do when you're honest. Amen. If you question about it, then leave it alone until he says, help yourself. And if you don't say that, then you ought to have enough Holy Ghost to leave it alone. Amen. If God doesn't say, just help yourself, just pray and go ahead on. You can say what you want. Let me tell you, dear one. Those precious parents down in, I appreciate them. I don't know whatever they stand for, but they decided about their daughter. They decided about their daughter. We want to trust God. And, the, and that precious 12-year-old girl, she had to make her decision too, brother. I don't care if you say she's young and she wouldn't. She had to make her decision. I'm going to stand for God. You're going to die in nine months. I don't care what I do. I die, I die. I'm standing for God. I'm going to trust the Lord. And look like some of us ought to be able to make something. We all the old we got and all the truth we know. We ought to be able to side some things. God have mercy. We can't side things that are questionable and take our joy and everything else. Amen. But that's why I'm, we're going to nail them in. That's why, look, 
Right after service, the Lord moved on me again. We fixed to start our prayer chain again. Around the clock. Now listen, don't nobody, oh, you, you do it, just don't write your name, that's all. You ain't got to do it all. We ain't going to be really nobody to put your name on it. Just don't feel like praying and going forth. Amen. The hour that you want, and we're going, we're going, we're going around the clock. We're going to hang with this thing. That's right, we're going to hang with it. Prayer, we, we sing out of prayer and meditate and, and calling on God. Amen. Only those who wish to. And you don't have to put your name up there so you, maybe we might read it and don't see your name. We're not going to bother you about it. You watch, I don't bother me about this. This is absolutely voluntarily. Why? Because we're going to break this thing up and show you living. Now, if we bring with the devil, we got something on his hand. Ain't going to be no lukewarmness. And if somebody's people die, they die. And if you cut off, they get cut off. We're going to be going around the clock with you. But God fired this thing up so much that, that anybody look. And you know what, though? But it's dangerous. It's dangerous. When God do this, people who won't make decisions, they get cut off. I don't care how clean you are. You get cut off. Why does he want to tell you? Now, when things start giving up everything and start giving up that time, giving up that sleep, and you're going to try to hold on to something and be spiritual too, you get cut off. God will see to it. He did it with Ananias and Sapphira. He'll do it with you. Now, do you want some of you got too many things to deal with? Some of you probably can't even get into this. Why? Because you're not dealing with other things. Now, let's deal with it. I, when I say, I mean in finality, I don't mean just to get the conviction off of you for the moment. I mean, let's do it in finality. And you know how to be afraid to do it. You know how to be afraid to declare it. You better get some courage in your soul so you can have boldness in the judgment. Shall we stand? All right, if you want to set it off now, do one, let's go and deal with it. Come on, let's deal with it. Look, don't let the devil make you afraid. You say you did with it before. I don't care what the devil say. I'm coming out this time. That's it. Let's deal with it, brother. You'll be happy. And God will witness to your soul, and you'll have something to go on. Let's deal with it. I don't care what it is. Let's deal with it. In finality. You, brother, you all help him. Let's, let's, let's help these brothers make these people. Let's deal with it. I mean, I don't care what it is. Let's go on and get it over with. Get it over with. So we can enjoy the Lord and have some power and authority in our life. That's what gives us authority. See, when you deal with something, you got something to deal with. Amen. That's what gives you authority. That's what gives you authority. Amen. I'm going to tell you something, D1. You, you, you might not know it, but the devil's trying to pull you out of this thing. Pulling you right out of the backwards, and many of you are closer to the edge than you realize. And tonight, I see it clear. I see it clear. Amen. Amen. Pretty soon you're going to have so many things pending and I can't trust God and I can't fight and I can't do this and I can't resist the devil like I order and you've got too many things to deal with. Now I'm going to tell you. So that's, why, that's why the Paul said, I love not my life unto death. It don't make me no different. I don't count my life dear. I don't make me no different. I don't care. So if, I don't, if I don't count my life dear, then I ain't got to worry about trying to preserve it. Amen. And then I'm going to tell you something. Now, don't let your seniority fool you. Now, some people deal with a lot of things, but they got something right now and they don't want to mess with it. See, you got to keep on going. You got to keep on doing it. You can't just because you deal with some things last week or last month sometime. I'm going to tell you, dear, when we need to deal with it, because some of us haven't done it yet. You're going to lose out of God if you ain't careful. I see it coming. We need to deal. And you know when you've dealt with it. Just I, I, I'm warning you one more time, they want at least one more time. Just because you're afraid about a thing, don't mean you've dealt with it. 
And some of us know we have it. And you're going to get, after a while, you're going to get tired of just praying and getting no results. It'll discourage you, and you're not why you're just going to go and say, I can't make it. I've tried and all that kind of mess. I will tell you how to do it. Deal with it. Get a persuasion. I'm persuaded. Our prayer workers, our prayer altar workers, will you give it to these people, please? We're at the altar, please, in the prayer room. So this is a serious moment, dear one. I'm going to tell you, if you ever have prayed people through, if you've ever helped them, help them through now, this is a serious time. My God, help us. This is a serious time. We need to get a persuasion, dear one, about our devotion to God, about the flesh, because otherwise they're going to put you under for good. Chaos spirits, you think you are. I mean, we need to get a persuasion. Maybe you've dealt with it a few times and now it's back up again, but I'm going to tell you. I am persuaded. I am persuaded. I'm persuaded. Thank God Paul's in fastings off, in watchings. That means he stays up night watching. Amen. Stayed up at night. I mean, looking to God, breaking through these things so he could face these things with courage. And now we think we're going to just sporadically run around and pray once in a while and going to deal with something. I keep on trying to warn you, do what I keep trying to tell you. So may God help us. Amen. Give me a verse of fitting. What, what is a fitting verse of song to sing? A fitting verse of song? I've decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow